pandemonium. Things in uh, somewhat of a chaotic state oh. here. Hulk Hogan, I'm sure there's going to be a thorough investigation oh. by the World oh. Wrestling Federation oh. into what happened oh. here tonight. And I know you could not be any more disappointed. How much money did they spend on the plastic surgery, man? I had all bases covered. I had the Hulkamaniacs watching DiBiase. I had Virgil in his place. Never in my wildest dreams, me, Gene, would I think that I would get ripped off by a penny pinching two-timing referee. How deaths. much money on the plastic surgery? How much money did he spend to pay the referee off? When I turned around, me, Gene, they were identical. Identical. Shoulder. The referee is paid off, brother. Look at the hundred dollar bill falling out of his pocket. I know you're disappointed. Hulk Hogan, Vince McMahon, Jesse Ventura, and Bedlam. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack. Come on, man. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk. You're listening to the sports show. The sports desk. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Sports Desk, episode 207. It is your guy, it is your man's one more time, Dedra L. Hicks Jr., and it's still the same, folks. Acknowledge me. And this your man, Black. We are back in the building once again. One of your favorite sportsologists in the building. D, you know what it is. Let's get into it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are back. We're going to have a rapid fire show today. It's not going to be a very long show. We were enjoying our holidays and just like you guys were. So hopefully everyone out there listening had a very Merry Christmas. Hopefully you enjoyed the time with your family and your loved ones. Hopefully you got something that you wanted out here in the world. All right. Hopefully you were able to put a smile on your face and put a smile on someone else's face uh, during this time. All right. So um, we got some things that took place since the last time we talked. Uh, the Jags are in first place after y'all left them for dead. Uh, <laughs> NBA Christmas Day games were amazing. Um, just a great, great time watching all five of those games. Um, we got uh, college football playoff happening this weekend. Florida State taking on Oklahoma. You know, Florida already played their game on November 16th. And the Miami <laughs> Hurricanes didn't play nothing at all. All right, so we're just going to go around the table, give our thoughts and opinions on some of the upcoming things that are coming up, it's rare that we drop a show on a Wednesday night, but here we are. All right, so Black, how you doing, man? Doing good, man. Feeling good re- feeling really good. How was your holidays, man? How I had was a Christmas. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. I had a great time. Great time with the family. Um, got one of the best gifts of all <laughs> during uh, Christmas. But um, I had a great one, man. I know you was up there freezing your butt off. Uh, so how was your Christmas? Man, it was good, man. Up in the, in Atlanta, it was it, it was cold, D. I mean, yeah. it was cold to the fact that it hurt it when you walked yeah. out the door, you know. Yeah. So got down <laughs> like eight nine degrees, man. One of those no days, so. Over there. so yeah, you can have that. But you know, other than that, man, kids had a beautiful Christmas. You know, we all had a good Christmas, so you know that's what matters. So absolutely, uh, I enjoyed every bit of it. Good deal, good deal. Let's go ahead and get it to Like I said, we're going to go the rapid fire route um, with this episode of the Sports Test 207. And we'll be back to regular, your regular, regular breakdown of the show that you guys are used to. Let's go ahead and jump into it. Black. Now, 
Let's see where we at. Let me get to the docket. All right. Now, Black, the uh, Reduced Lunch Fantasy. Fantasy title game is set. Mm-hmm. So, you are not there. Yeah. You are finally not there as the only champion in <laughs> uh, uh, the Sports Desk Fantasy uh, uh, League that we've had. Um, now we're going to have a brand new champion. So let me announce the championship matchup. And if you're listening, I've already been in contact in the league. Once the champion is crowned, which I believe it may be on a Monday or something like that, this coming Monday, then me and Black will be will be providing a you know a nice small you know show of gratitude for your appreciation and you also being uh, the winner. Of the, uh, I think it's the third and fourth, third or fourth third annual, annual, third yeah. annual sports desk um, fantasy league. So let's get to the championship match. All right, we have the number one seed. Look, she has been, she all has year. been killing all year long. <laughs> all year long, we have Z, the number one two, number one seed, going against the number two seed. All right, the number two seed. Don't call it a comeback. I know who that is. That's my guy Charles Evans, who is in his second championship game. So he he has been in two out of the three championship games. The left seed of Charles can break it home, mm-hmm. or with the number one seed Z handle business and win this year's sports desk championship now your boys flat out awful this year yeah you was awful bro we yeah it was awful we both we both was awful it was awful one of the man. best year but we do this for fun we do this for fun yeah. of course we'll be doing it next year so um you know we look forward to rolling it out um the fourth annual uh sports desk fantasy league so thank you for everybody who participated we really appreciate it good luck to the two teams competing in the championship and uh, we'll see who the winner is. All right, Black, let's go ahead and jump into NBA Christmas Day games, man. Now, for me personally, uh, I- I've said it before. I love basketball. I love the Christmas Day games. They're up there for me. And you have some incredible matchups. And, Black, I want to ask you, what was your matchup of the day? What was your favorite game of the day? What was your favorite moment of the day? What do you remember the most about any of the Christmas Day games you might have got a chance to watch? Man, uh, the uh, the sports slate was was loaded, man, on Christmas yeah. Day with, yeah. with NFL and then basketball. Right. So I was doing a lot of flipping back and forth. Do you know how I usually get down? Yep. You know. But um, I really enjoyed the Knicks and the Sixers game. Yes. It was very competitive. Yes. Very good game, man. I really enjoyed that seeing um. And be do his thing and be able to hmm. see James Harden have a signing, you know. Uh, playing well, he played, lately. he played very, he's playing, been playing very well yes, lately. He has. Love to see him come back in, uh, into his own. But that Sixers team is very good, bro. Mm-hmm. Like they were, they were down big. I think they came back from like 15 down mm-hmm. and was able to pull that game out. Yep. So I love what the Sixers are doing. Now, I know they're gonna be like one of the teams you better kind of keep a close eye on. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, I, I you gotta, you gotta give the king some time, you mm-hmm. know. So him and Luca playing each other. But, D, the thing that really stood out to me about that game was Dallas won that game, but it didn't seem like Luca had 32 points. It didn't seem like he was doing a lot. And then you look up, it was like, everybody how was this on. man got 32 points? Yeah, everybody was on for them. Everybody Dallas, was on for them. You know, LeBron did what he could. <laughs> He just didn't have no help that night, man. And it was, it was, it was, it was kind of weird seeing them on the road for Christmas because usually they're at home for, for that Christmas game. So yep. that was different as well. But I really enjoyed that. Um, didn't catch much of the Boston game. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I did see some of the highlights. Giannis getting bammed on by Tate. Yeah. 
Tatum had a what forty one piece big know? time game by Tatum. So mm-hmm. it's 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 wild. You know, every, I I I love Christmas Day because all your top superstars they show up and show out uh, in those games. D. So it's very. Uh, it's, it's good to really sit back and watch and be a part of something special. Get a beer, get something to eat, sit back, watch some sports. You know, it, it was all good. But I did enjoy the slate of games that we did have, D. Yeah, I'm with you, man. The opening game was fantastic. Great mm-hmm. 12 o'clock kick. Uh, well, tip, excuse me, Sixers and Knicks. Fantastic game. Julius Randle came to ball. Brunson came to ball. And B came to Paul Hart and came to ball. What a great, great, great game in Madison Square Garden. The Sixers, like Black said, are one of the hottest teams in the league. Mm-hmm. They're on an eight-game winning streak. There's a couple of teams streaking in the league. The Nets yeah. are streaking. The Sixers are streaking. And there's one other team out there that's streaking around like six or seven straight wins. But great game between those two. Moving along to uh, LeBron and uh, uh, Luka. I mean, look, I knew what it was going in. LeBron was going to play well. It just was everybody else was going to play well with him. And we were going to be ramping up our NBA talk here, but it's just another case of LeBron's career. He comes to the arena, and he does way more than enough to win, but those that are around him just couldn't contribute. And it also doesn't help that the Mavs scored 51 points. <laughs> 51 points in the third quarter. Nobody missed. Nobody. Every shot that was taken went in in the third quarter for the Dallas Mavericks. That's what it took to knock off LeBron. Good God. But then my highlight game of the entire day, Bucks, Celtics, I waited for it all day. That was the game for me circled. I wanted to see it in Boston. And, man, you talk about a heavy weight slugfest. It was disappointing that Middleton didn't get to play. They scratched him late. Going into the game, I really wanted to see what a, a healthy Boston and a healthy Milwaukee would look like, but we didn't get that. But I'm going to say this. Jason Tatum is serving papers. He's serving papers. Now, I'm not going to talk crazy about his ascension until we get to the postseason. And let's keep it real. J- Tatum had a great year last year. He fell flat in the finals. He did. He fell flat in the finals, not, not taking nothing away from him. But I'm going to tell you this here. The dunk on Giannis. The dunk on Gian- Giannis told me everything that I need to know if he is over the hump from that finals loss last year. He is. That dunk let me know there's no fear. No one's taking nothing from me. I'm here to claim mine. That Celtics team is very good. They are very good. Giannis is a fighter. He is a monster. And the Bucks team under his DNA, they're going to fight. You just got a great heavyweight slugfest until it really got away from Milwaukee uh, in the fourth quarter. Because Jason Tatum said, all right, man, it's time to cut the lights off in the guard. Do you think... Question real quick. Yeah. Do you think that we probably are looking at one of those things? And we see it in sports all the time, D, mm-hmm. especially in basketball. Do you think Boston is on a revenge tour trying to get back to the finals? Of course. Do you, do, of do course. you believe they didn't got them a, a, a taste of it and now they want more? They want to go and really win it. You see in the sports where teams come up short and then they come back maybe a year, the year after and win it all. Could you see Boston doing that? Because they are playing so well. Me personally, I thought they were going to. You know, have a setback not having their normal coach, but this young kid, the young coach they got now, is like he stepped in and, and 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 Boston's been rolling. So, do you see them being able to do that, get back to the big show, and and win it? And you think what they're doing right now, this is all revenge of trying to get back to the finals again? It's gonna be harder for them to get back. Should they get back? Maybe they should. But like I told you, I'm never, ever, ever, ever 
if the Bucks are healthy, I just I just don't see it. Mm. I just don't see it. Even though Boston looks real, real good. Revenge tour, yes. But all of this is for nothing until we get to the playoffs. Gotcha. Yes, you're right. The classic young team who kind of goes through ups and downs. This Boston team has been together. The core group, they've been together six years. Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah, six years now. So they are primed now to go get them a championship. In the next three years, if I had to bet $100 on the Bucks, on a Celtics win the championship, would I put that money down? Yes, I would. Mm-hmm. I would put it down. Tatum, Brown, Robert Williams ascending, uh, smart. Uh, they got shooting. They got leadership. They're not missing a beat. Yes, I think they're on a revenge tour, but it won't matter until they have to look Giannis in the eye for a potential Eastern Conference final matchup, mm-hmm. and we're going to see what happens. Yeah. And if both teams are happy, healthy, that's what I want to see. I want to see both teams healthy, but we know we can't predict that. Cleveland's a lot better. They're going to be a tough out. Mm-hmm. Philly is a lot better a this lot year. Better. This seems like to be the best Philly team that we've seen. Harden is now living in his new role. Yeah, he like, is. This man is giving you 20 points and 20 assists with another eight rebounds. <laughs> And he's revamping his career. Yeah. So it's a lot of great moving pieces in the East. This East playoff is going to be something to say, but I will say this. Boston does look like the best team in the East. Mm -hmm. And they do like the best team in the NBA. So I'll say that. But we're going to keep our eyes close to it. All right. Just want to shout out Nikolai Jokic real quick. (laughs) Whatever they got going on in the drinking water out there in Denver, that brother has lost his mind. Now, Jason Tatum is a front runner for MVP. Yes, he is. But due to the fact that the Joker play at 10 o'clock at night will not be a hindrance for him to be a three-time MVP, three mm. straight MVP this year. That's Let me cool. tell you some of the news. That'll be wild. Boy, we going 50, 20, and 10. Then we turn around and going 44, 17, and 12. Then we turn that back around and give you another 40-piece, 20, and 20. <laughs> There's something wrong with that, brother. Yeah. He is playing sensational basketball. He is. And it's the ever-living conversation. Who's the better big, him or Embiid? When you watch Embiid, you're just like, no. Man, what Embiid, can you do with him? Bro, but this the thing about Embiid. I was, we was watching this game, and I was like, man, in the first quarter, quarter he just didn't look like he was he into didn't, it. He didn't. And then the second quarter, he exploded. Did. It's like he explode whenever he yeah. won't. And then the game going back when they played the Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers same deal. Philly. Well, this man had almost 30 in the first half. I was like, what's going on? Yeah, man. It's, it, it's wild to see how Embiid game. But this, we always say this about Embiid. He's one of those players every year who gets better. Yes. It just gets better. Yes, more I've dominant. never seen Embiid decline. I've no. never seen his game decline. So it's like it's, it's wild between, between him, Joker, uh, Giannis, like, it's, it's, it's crazy that the bigs are really, like, the highlight guys that we really are paying attention to. And, and you know, outside of what Luka's doing, and Tatum. It's, it's really the bigs who are really showing out in the yeah. NBA. And Tatum, yeah. Man, it, it, it is it is, I, I, it is very impressive to watch what the Joker is doing. It's just very, very impressive to watch, man. So, uh, NBA 2022 basketball Christmas Day games were a lot of fun. They the were. NBA right now is a lot of fun. You know, it sucks that Steph wasn't able to be a part of that Memphis and 
Uh, oh, now I got it on my mind that Memphis and uh, Golden State game. I do. I want to ask you something real quick. This is just this ain't even on the docket. It just mm-hmm. hit my mind. Did were you able to see uh, Taylor Rooks and John Morant's conversation? When Taylor Rooks, you probably saw the clip out there somewhere on Instagram or Twitter, but Taylor Rooks asked John Morant, mm-hmm. who does he fear in the West? What, what team is he looking? The man set up there and I said, did, I did see it. Yeah, the yeah, man set up there and said, I only, I only got eyes for the Boston Celtics, pretty much, quote unquote. I only got eyes for the Boston Celtics. She asked him, nobody in the West? He said, nah, I'm good in the West. I'm good in the West. I know how I took that comment. I want to know how you take that. How do you take John Morant sitting up there in an interview saying he's good in the West and he only has eyes for the Boston Celtics? I feel like it's kind of slight and kind of disrespectful, but he believe in what he's doing. And what he, I, he, I guess he's one of those confident guys who believe in he feel how he feel. But, of course, I feel like it was disrespect. He shouldn't have said that. Cause you, it's, it's some boys you have to deal with in the West. You know what I'm saying? And these guys ain't just your ordinary guys. You know what I'm saying? So I, I kind of thought it was kind of disrespectful for him to go at it like that about you know other teams in the West and other players in the West. I love the confidence. Yeah, I do. I love the fearlessness in Jaw. I'm a Jaw Morant fan, but he tripping. For him to sit up here and say that he is good in the West, I know that is that's his confidence talking. But I lined up all the teams in the Western Conference that could send the Grizzlies homes this year. Mm-hmm. I ran across six. There's six teams in the West that could send them home because mm-hmm. they're not as good as they were last year. Yeah. Now, they're a little older. They're a little better with more experience. Yeah. So the regular season record, it won't really tell you much until you get to the playoffs. But I'm sorry. <laughs> Have you not seen what that boy Yoke out there doing? And they healthy. Jamal Murray. He who? Porter. He Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. I mean, he jumping out the gym. KCP look like he back in the Lakers uniform. 3D. I'm sorry. Are you not watching the New Orleans Pelicans when they're healthy? Oh man, that's scary. And I'm gonna keep it real with you. I seen Luca do it to everybody in the playoffs. <laughs> He'll do it to them too. I seen Luca send everybody home <laughs> except the Warriors. Except the Warriors. <laughs> but everybody else, he sent home. He'll do it to you too. Yeah. So. I love Josh's confidence, but whoa, 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 grass, hop out. Yeah. Let's handle some business first. Let's handle some business first. Let's get to a conference final. Let's get to a conference final. Let's go from there. And I, man, even let's let's just go to that game, man. Like, if I'm the commissioner, man, I'm seeing dollar signs with this Memphis and Warriors thing. Oh yeah. Like this could this Especially could, when they all this could be something. But I just want to say something about Clay real quick, man. The confidence is. I guess he just got something in. He hates the Grizzlies. Boiling inside of him about the Grizzlies. They talk. Bro. They talk. Yeah. Jackson and, and them boys, they talk. Dylan Brooks, he hates Dylan Brooks. Bro, and it's like when they it. play each other, man, it's. It's must Clay. Clay, you gonna get old Clay. It's must He trash talking. Yeah. yeah. You see when he crossed Dylan Brooks and he got down on him. I'm like, man. I'm like, boy, this here is wild. I love it. Yeah, I love it. But hey, look, man. Uh, Memphis, like you said, they kind of teetering back and forth now. They yeah. having their struggles. The Warriors, even though Steph's out, uh, pulled and picked it up for them, yeah. and took you know took took up some of that slack. They playing good basketball, but yeah. this West man, we gonna get what we get out the West every year, D. 
we never know what's gonna happen. And then the way Luca looking, oh my God, like the things he doing this West, I, I don't know who gonna come out of the West. I, I don't. I either. really don't. I don't you know. Either. Not we, right you now. can easily say it's not clear. the champs, but we don't even know if it's gonna be them. Mm-hmm. But man, this West is gonna be fun to watch, dude. Yeah. So we're gonna be ramping up our NBA coverage for sure as we wind down. Um, the uh, NFL season, of course, college football is uh, coming to a close in the coming days with this playoff and everything. But man, um, I, I'll say it all the time. Like I know football is king. Football is just king, especially here in America. To understand that, but the most entertaining league in the world is the NBA. Cause you get these guys jawing and talking, and you can see them. And it's just in your face night after night after night. I love what the NBA brings on the entertainment value. And that and not, not even speaking on the, the play on the court, which is at my opinion, in my opinion right now, the NBA play is it is at one of the highest levels we've seen with all of this talent. We have so much spread out talent in this league, bro. I watched the Lakers in the off on a little quick little tangent. I watched the Lakers in the Magic last night. That Magic team in another year, the hill. Bo Bo, uh, 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 Banchero, um, the point Wagner. Yeah, the point guard from North Carolina. Folks, no, the other the point guard out of North Carolina, old boy son. Oh, uh, talking about uh, Anthony, 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 yeah, Anthony, yeah, Cole yeah, yeah. Anthony, Cole man. Anthony, yeah. Man, they got some players over there. They do. They do. Got a lot of young talent. So, hey, man, the NBA all the way around doing very well. Look forward to engaging more into the NBA. All right, Black, Ed Reed. Ed Reed, new head coach at Bethune-Cookman University. All right, that's where he is at. You know, let me turn this down real quick. Because, you know... Even though I'm ecstatic for, let me turn this off. Shout out, Jesus. Even though I'm happy for Ed Reed to get a great opportunity to be a head coach, not only at, you know, a, a HBCU, but Bethune Cookman University. I mean, th- this is why the University of Miami in the position they're in. How you let somebody like that walk out the door? His influence, his influence. Is we know it is elite status. Mm-hmm. So what's going on in Miami that Ed Reed couldn't get solidified on that hurricane coaching staff or whatever's going on? What is going on there? Yeah, that and it's it's rumbling. Why in the green room? You know, it was said that he was a, a advisor slash right. some type of mentor type. Yeah, he wasn't but, really on the coaching staff. Why but not? This I, is only the greatest safety of all time. Yeah, but how we know Ed Reed was like, man, let me get up out of here because this could have been true. Nasty. Could have been true. It could have been that way, dude. Been you know true. what I'm saying? Well, we seen that. Boy. You know uh, who wants to be a part of that? We seen that. You boy. know, so you know, I, and I'm he probably like, man, let me go and try to build something on my own over here. Respect. Because what's going on in Miami? This thing is dangerous and nasty. Nasty. You know what I'm saying? Ugh. <laughs> Some of the losses. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. but definitely shout out to him, man. But the the key thing I want to see, and Dion was successful with this at Jackson State, and I believe Ed Reed will be a good head football coach. Just he's he's one of those guys. Yep. He's football through and through. What type of staff can he put together? With what can he put head? together? Can he bring a good staff together? Can he really coach these boys up? 
And then if if he does D, we could see him doing great things just like Dion. Because mm-hmm. Ed Reed name is just as big, just as if just as big as Dion's. You know, so as far as when you talk about the game of college football and the player that he's been in, in his NFL, football pedigree, pedigree, exactly. Thank you. So, mm-hmm. um, I can see him doing some good things at Bethune. So, you know, I wish him all the best, man. Yeah, no and hats doubt. off to him at yeah. Bethune. I'm excited for him. I will definitely be tuning in and seeing what Ed Reed has going on uh, at uh, BCU. And uh, the University of Miami, y'all should be ashamed of y'all selves. This is nasty. This is one of your own. This is one of your own. This is homegrown your own. And this man can't get a spot on the coaching staff? He might want it to go, bruh. Man, man, look, bruh. D, he might want it to go. Look, look, I'm with the whole HBCU thing. But come on now. He from there. He know them kids. You mean to tell me that an opportunity could could not have been afforded to him? Because it wasn't black. Why he said if he didn't want the opportunity? But he's but you said it right. He was an advisor. <laughs> he was. Oh uh, yeah, he was an he advisor, was not, administrator. He, but he was not on the that, yeah. coaching staff. He wasn't. That's a problem. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. But hell, what do we know? All right. <laughs> now, Black, let's get back to it, man. Now, Black, your MVP candidate that you called at the beginning of the season, Derek Carr. Oh man. Like you know, we got to talk. Derek Carr was officially (laughs) benched today. The the Las Vegas Raiders are starring somebody. Jared Stidham. Stids. Stids. Stids is getting a start. (laughs) And the rumors are swirling that Josh McDaniels is leading the charge of getting Derek Carr traded. Mm, mm, mm. In the offseason, they don't want him to play another down so he can be traded in the offseason. Black, what the hell, bro? D, I don't know, man. This bad. I hate that that was my pick now. But <laughs> dang. This bad, man. Man, looking at what they had, man, so talented. So talented. I'm like, look man. Look at the roster. And then look, look, look how we were talking about them. Towards the end last year, going into the playoffs, they was able to make the playoffs through all this and be a dangerous team. They almost beat the Bengals. Yeah, a, a possession. And to come around, get the get uh Devontae Adams in there, Chandler Jones. You already got Wilder. You already got the little wide receiver. Renfro. Renfro. I mean, you just got pieces. And for this thing to be going like this, man, it's wild. I literally did not see this coming with the Raiders. I thought the Raiders would have been one of the top teams in that division. And in the AFC. And, man, it just fell flat on their face. And not only him. I mean, Josh Jacob telling the media, bro. I'm out. That's what he told I'm him. like, dang. Jacob told you I'm out. I'm like, what? Well, what is really going on? And Devontae Adams, you didn't sign that long deal to have You there. You there, you nah. You there, nah. You there. And I know you like, dang. Came over here with my best friend. Now he ain't even gonna be because he, he ain't even to play another dime. He won't Unless be a somebody get hurt, he won't be a raider. He won't. Be, he, I don't think he'll play. It. D, he I'm gonna go on to say it. I could be wrong. I don't care. He might have played his last down as a uh, Las mm. Vegas Raider, bro. He may have played his last down as a Las Vegas Raider because what's going on over there with Josh McDaniels? And you already know how Josh McDaniels is. He won his type of quarterback, you know. And 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 and, and I hate to say Derek Carr is not it. It's not it. So, I'm sad for Derek Carr, man. I, he was my pick for the MVP. But, man, I can't believe that the Raiders, uh, like, have fallen, I mean, just off the deep end in, in, yeah. in this season, D. And it's, it's, it's sad to watch, man. It is one of the more 
amazing stories in all of football. I mean, amazing cinematic quality movie that is happening in Las Vegas. It's a movie. Coming into the season, we said the AFC West was going to be a bloodbath. Hmm. Well, the only turn that two of the teams in the AFC West are about anything because Lord knows everything that's happening out there in Denver. That is nasty. What's that's happening nasty. at them? And I tried to tell people. I said, Nathaniel Hackett is not it. He is not it. Boy, them boys gave a 51 to Baker. <laughs> them boys gave a 51 with no starters for the Rams out there. Look, man. You know it's you know it's nasty, but when them boys coming off the field, they going to the sideline, pushing each other, teammates about to fight. Man, 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 what is going on? And Russ over there standing there like he just got the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and but some would say, and I, I totally agree with uh Shannon Sharp and the boys. Shannon Sharp said, Alright now, I love Denver. I'm I'm Denver through and through, orange and blue. But he said it's a new ownership in Denver. Oh yeah. They, them boy, them owners might want to clean house. Yeah, this, yeah. Russell Wilson ain't safe. None of these boys ain't safe. Right. Because what's going on in Denver? This is unlike Denver. This is usually horrible. Denver is competing for something. This is horrible. You know, or trying to do something. D. You know, they may have struggled the past few years. Nasty. But I'm like, oh man, to see the struggles that the AFC West is going through shocks me. Shocking. Because we, Shocking. the preview said this was going to be the best vi- division in football. Go right. back and listen to it. Yeah, we did. We said this was going to be the best division in football. And we thought we were going to get some of the better and games. And I'm like, man, the Chiefs and the Chargers stand alone. Stand alone in this division. And it's it's, it's wild to watch the, that these two teams like the Broncos and the Raiders are struggling the way they're struggling. It's going to be very interesting to see how all of this plays out. Now, to keep it real on my end, has Russ played horrible and has he been god-awful and garbage all year? Yes. But the plan was for Nathaniel Hackett to be in place for Aaron Rodgers to come to Denver. No one's saying that publicly. No one's making that a thing, but that's the truth. Nathaniel Hackett was hired because the Broncos believed they could lure Aaron Rodgers from Green Bay to Denver, Hackett was Rodgers' office coordinator for six or seven years. That's the That was the plan. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers shook things up and stayed in Green Bay and took that money. Now the Denver brass was like, oh, my God, what do we do? Now we got to make a drastic move here. And they went and got Russ. Yeah. That's what this is about. Nathaniel Hackett shouldn't have been a head coach. Nathaniel Hackett was just going to be a, a, a mouthpiece for Aaron Rodgers. That's all he was going to be. <laughs> And now look at the Broncos. One of the more, what you say, one of the more buttoned up franchises in the NFL? Yeah, of course. Very respected franchise for many, 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 many years. Yeah. And now they are in the dumpster of the National Football League. It is going to be fascinating to see what happens with Derek Carr. Where is he going to play next year? He can't be a Raider. Won't be. Because they made it clear, they, uh, Al Davis, or uh, Mike Davis has made it clear, Josh McDaniels, we're riding with him. Mm. So no car, no Josh Jacobs next year. Because Josh Jacobs, he done told you He didn't let it be known. He tied. Hey, Dougie P. <laughs> Dougie P. <laughs> Y'all go holler at Josh, man. 
Like, like, like Tyrone Copper said in the green room, but we'll sign off on that 28. Yeah, who you telling? Bring them on down here. Let's get this thing rolling for real. But hey, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, just want to talk about that, man. Derek Carr officially benched by the Las Vegas Raiders. And again, that was Black's MVP pick. Dang, and the man, man ain't even going to finish the dang on season. <laughs> That's sad. That's though. tough. That's a tough, tough call. All right, man. So we had quite a bit of icebreakers to uh, open up the show, man. Some good stuff we uh, were talking about. So uh, let's see. Let's go ahead and roll into some college football, man. We have the college football playoff. But before that, man, you know we got to talk about them boys. In action this Thursday down in Orlando. What is it? The the Cheese It Bowl, Bowl boy. Yeah. It's had so many names. The Camp World Camping Something Bowl. <laughs> and they they change the name every other year, but we're in the the Cheese It Bowl down in Orlando against Oklahoma Sooners on Thursday at 5:30 on ESPN. Black, what are your thoughts? How do you feel rolling into this game? What do you hope to see? And um, how excited are you to see our guys one more time? Man, I'm you know, I'm excited about, you know, the last game of the season. Happy we bowling, you know, playing yep. playing uh significant football. You know, it's I feel like <clears throat> I feel like for Florida State fans, we need to really we need to enjoy this cuz this, we're going to get a look into what we're going to expect next year, you know, and winning this bowl game and then going into the next year with, which potentially FSU is potentially going to be a top 10 team. Potentially, next yes. Year. So, um, I'm excited, D, especially when you have your quarterback coming back, your, 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 your stout running back coming back and Benson. I mean, Man. you got your wild outs coming back, you know, versus those boys hadn't announced that they're coming back yet, but fingers still crossed for them as well. Yeah. And if you can get all this talent to come back, get a big time bowl again against a, a team in Oklahoma who's the last time you played them two times, they beat you. So yeah. I, I feel like you can get a little revenge here too and then go into next season with a, with some high hopes, D, and potentially see if Florida State could be one of those teams that could uh, that could finally get to the college football playoff. It'd be interesting to see uh, how we look tomorrow and then build upon that and going into next season. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm just excited to see us back at it. Um, take the field, man, to see, uh, you know, what we're going to look like, man, up against uh, another opponent who we normally don't play. All right. You know, I get bowl games or a showcase. And um, that's what I'm hoping to see. Of course, I want to see the win. want to see the W. want to see Travis play well. want to see the coaching evolution, uh, all this coaching staff and what Mike Norvell has on his offense. I just want to see a continuation of the role that we own. I said it after we lost to what it was, Clemson. We have to win out, and we won out. We won out. Risen all the way up. I think we were 14th in the country or something mm-hmm. like that. So we got to finish to potentially 
We have an opportunity to potentially finish in the top 10. We do. When the season is on, everything's all said and done, we could potentially be a top 10 team to close out this year. And that means we'll be a top 10 team opening up next season. So just decided, looking forward to the game. I don't really have no real big-time expectations. I just want to see how mature we are after being off because we've been off for a long time. Mm. How fresh are we? You know, how are we going to come in and generate the offense right away? How well is the defense going to play and tackle? Because even though Oklahoma didn't have the best year, and I believe they finished, what, 7-6 and or something like that, they can score. They can. They can score. They have athletes and they have guys on the field who can make you pay. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we have respect for the Sooners out there and go out there and we get the W, man. So 5.30 Thursday on ESPN, the Cheez-It Bowl, Florida State, Oklahoma, two of the more traditional powers in college football. It's going to be a, a, a good time to see. I'll be posted up. Watching it and seeing what's going on. Go nose, Garnet and Gold Gang, Garnet and Gold Chains. <laughs> we out here, man. We out here, man. All right, Black, let's get down to some big time business. We are finally here. You know, we got a lot of bowl games going on right now. We're watching Arkansas absolutely roll Kansas 24 to 7 in the second quarter. That thing look like it's going to be a doozy. All right, we've had some. Decent bowl game so far, but we start. We're gonna start getting into the meat of the bowl games. You got Oregon and North Carolina playing on Wednesday at eight o'clock. Texas Tech and Ole Miss will be playing at nine o'clock on uh, Wednesday as well. You got Syracuse and Minnesota coming. I'm very interested in that Texas and Washington game. Mm-hmm. I want to see how that looks in the Alamo Bowl on. Thursday night at 9 o'clock. Uh, you got Pitt versus UCLA. The Gator Bowl down here Friday. Notre Dame versus South Carolina. I think that'll be an interesting one. game. Mm-hmm. Clemson and Tennessee is not going to be what we wanted to be because no hooker is there. I don't know who, what quarterback they rolling out for Clemson, but they're sitting in the Orange Bowl. That was a great idea for whoever who put that game together. All right. Uh, Alabama, Kansas State. Iowa and Kentucky. Uh, Mississippi State and Illinois. LSU versus Purdue. USC and Tulane. The Rose Bowl is uh, Utah versus Penn State. All right? Those are the games that we got coming up. But let's get down to the nitty-gritty black, the college football playoff. This is the obsession of college football. These four spots, they are occupied by the number one overall seed, Georgia Bulldogs. They'll be taking on the Buckeyes from Ohio State. Black, let's start there. They're number one seeded dogs. Will they roll in, dominate, and make us not have nothing to talk about? And move on to national championship game, or do the Buckeyes come down to Atlanta, put forth a major, major fight, and potentially shake this thing up in the college football playoff? Man, <laughs> I think this game is going to be a good one. I believe okay. it's going to be a good one. Um, okay, <clears throat> but I also believe Georgia at some point will sh- show uh, show their muscle, you know, and hmm. uh, pull away from Ohio State. Mm. I believe early. First half, Ohio State gonna come to play ball. I just want to see how. I just want to see Stroud. You know, this is literally the. I hate this. Not hate to say it, but this is the best team Ohio State is finna see. I know Michigan is a good team, mm-hmm. but they literally finna go against the best team in college football. Yeah, and when they've played better teams like Michigan, they got rolled. They did. They got rolled. So it's going to be interesting to see. I know they're going to be playing with a chip on their shoulder. But or will they have enough to to slow the dogs down? I don't think they will. I think mm. they will compete first half. But I think the dogs pull away the second half and get Ohio State out of here. <clears throat> Man. Ohio State has the pieces. They do. They got a lot they of talent. They got the talent. They do. They got the quarterback. 
Got the receivers. Well, yeah. But what have we seen CJ Stroud do time and time again in the bigger games? He's come up short. And when he loses, he really loses. Mm-hmm. And what work has Stroud done mentally to prepare for this assignment to go up against flat out the best team in college football over what the last three years has been the Georgia Bulldogs? Talent-wise, Kirby has man. Kirby got that thing rolling down there yeah, at do, boy. Even though I think Georgia is going to absolutely roll the Buckeyes, mm-hmm. I think Ohio State was shocked. I think Ohio State was shocked to even hear their name to make it to the college football. You playoff. don't think they compete? I don't think it's close. Georgia is on a mission. I watched Kirby Smart talk yesterday, and I was scared to death. But you know one thing, D. You know why I say it's a it's a little something there for for Ohio State. Talk to me, man. They got them receiver and Stroud gonna throw that thing. Um, Georgia front seven is so dominant. They corners don't they corners don't have to do anything. But I tell you this, that uh Marvin Harrison Jr. in that in that corner Ringo, mm-hmm. the top the Number top five. five projection for in the in the in the draft. Mm-hmm. We gonna see. We gonna see. <laughs> Because Stroud going to throw that thing, and we know Marvin Harrison ain't no pushover. Yeah, he bought that. He bought that. He bought that. And the thing is, are we really can Ohio State really show a, a weakness in that Georgia secondary? Does Georgia have a weakness in the secondary? Because they front seven and the linebackers are so good. You know, it's not a lot they have to do. But we haven't been able to see a team really throw it on Georgia. No, we have not. We haven't seen it. But if it's one team that can do it, I believe it's the Buckeyes. Because Stroud be letting that thing go. And they do got the receivers who can go out there and make some plays. That's why I'm saying I think they'll compete a little bit. But you just think they're going to get rolled? I'm shocked at that. That mm. they get rolled. I understand what Georgia's been. This is this is the playoff. So we're gonna see. D, I'm excited for it. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be a real good one. I'm with you. Georgia wins. I just think uh it's a close game early and then they find a way to pull away late. We're gonna see, bro. I'm just not gonna lie to myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. My eyes show me all year long the Georgia yeah, Bulldogs course, had one competitive game all year, and that was on the road versus Missouri. <laughs> Who who's challenged black? And they ain't throw the ball. They ran the ball. Black. <laughs> who's challenged them, bro? Nobody. Nobody. I don't see it. Mm-hmm. I see a dominant. I know what a dominant team. Look, Stetson Bennett. He got swag. <laughs> Stetson Bennett ain't had swag last year. He we won the natty. He, but I'm just saying he was coasting <laughs> it along. Yeah, he was. He was pushing it along, bro. He wasn't swag that like he is now. Now he got that. Boy, Stetson walking on the field and he wagging that head, bro. Like, what's good? <laughs> I just don't see it, bro. Okay. I'm gonna take Georgia big. Okay. I'm gonna say Georgia 42, Ohio State 24. And they score a late touchdown, so it'll be 42 17. Yeah. CJ Stroud, I just don't think he got the goods. Mm. I don't think he tough. I don't think he bought that action. Let me tell you something. When I seen guys like Deshaun Watson at Clemson, he was about it. <laughs> Cam Newton, bought that. And certain guys at quarterback, I look at him, I say, oh, Tim Tebow, real life. Certain guys, so you see, bro, you know them boys ain't with that, bro. Yeah. James Winston, body. Yeah, he with that. Yeah. I don't see CJ Stroud being about that action. 
And we all know that head coach Ryan Day and the Buckeyes don't adjust. Mm. And we all know that Kirby and his coaching staff already know that. (laughs) So to be talented is one thing. To be smart and talented is another. You're right. And I think that's what we're going to see. Dogs big on New Year's Eve. All right, Black, let's move along to a very, very interesting uh, matchup, uh, semifinal matchup. We got the two and three matchup here. We have the Fiesta Bowl Saturday, four o'clock. ESPN, the number two ranked undefeated, thirteen and no Big Ten champion, Michigan Wolverines. They are back in the playoff for the second year in a row. They will be taking on the twelve and one three seed TCU Horn Frogs. Black, how do you see this one unfolding? And who, of course, advances? To the national championship game. Well, D, if you was asking me when these first got announced, I would say uh, Michigan, Michigan gonna roll these guys. Okay. Didn't realize that TCU has one of the better defenses in college football, right behind the Georgia Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. So uh, Michigan not having their uh, best running back out for this game, but you know their other running back is pretty good itself. He is. <laughs> but he it's, is. I think this, I think this is going to be a defensive battle, D. Um, I believe Michigan will be able to run the ball. It's going to be interesting the plays that TCU's quarterback can make with his arm. You know, TCU Duggar. got the big receivers. They got that boy Johnson out there. Mm-hmm. We don't know how good uh, Michigan's secondary is. I think it's going to be some plays to be made, D. I honestly think this game is going to be tight through and through. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I don't think nobody get rolled in this game, but I believe Michigan make enough plays. Harbaugh no. He's been here last year with Georgia. He got rolled against them. So, he, I believe Her, Harbaugh going to have these boys ready to play football. But I believe this TCU comes to play ball, too. But I'm going to take Michigan to win this game 31-24 uh, on Saturday night. These guys are so evenly matched. Overall points per game, Michigan averages 40.1, 11th in the country. TCU averages 40.3, 10th in the country. Uh, deep, uh, rushing yards per game, Michigan at 243, 14th in the nation. TCU at 200 flat at 39th in the nation. Um, defenses are head and shoulders right next to each other. Third down efficiency, These both of these teams are in the top 40 in college football. There's a lot of similarities uh, here. I agree with you, Black, that this is going to be a blow-for-blow style of a game. I agree with you. But the coaching of Harbaugh, I like what he brings to Michigan with having his guys just ready to go. I think they learned from the Georgia loss in so much of a way that this is a business trip. Mm-hmm. You watch the interviews from Michigan. They're not giving you, oh, we're happy to be here like TCU guys are. The TCU guys, I mean, we're happy to be here. You know, this is a great opportunity. No, nah, Michigan players talking that talk. Mm-hmm. They here to come play ball, and uh, Harbaugh has them focused. Close game. I think it's close all the way up to the fourth quarter. I think this is just going to be something that ends up around the scoreboard. I think this actually goes higher than what people are expecting. I'm going to say it's going to be a 38-28 ball game. I think Michigan just kind of pulls away late in the fourth quarter. The offensive linemen are so massive for the Wolverines. They're going to wear on that TCU. line in football. They're going to wear on that TCU defensive line. And then on the other side, the defensive front for the Wolverines, they're going to wear on that TCU offensive line. The physicality, I just think the the, 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 the – 
the 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 battle of nutrition, so to speak, is going to lean in the favor of the Michigan Wolverines. Heavy heavyweight matchup, competitive bout. Michigan pulls away 38-28 to advance to face Georgia for the national championship. Mm, mm, mm. So it sounds like me and you have Georgia and Michigan playing for the national championship. I believe this game is on January 9th. I think this is on a Monday. Uh, Black, let's talk about it. Black, when it's all said and done, if this matchup holds, of course we'll talk about it. If it's not, we'll talk about that too. Michigan, Georgia, Black, who is this year's national champion? You know what this game going to come down to, D, in my opinion? What's that? The trenches. Mm. The best O-line versus the best D-line. Mm-hmm. Georgia got them dogs over there, man. Literally. <laughs> and I just don't see it. I just don't see it now. I think it's more competitive, though. I believe her. I believe Hallball were learned from last year. You know, I think he'll put a good game plan together with McCarthy. I think he. I think he will. Harbaugh will try his best to run the ball as best he can. But I believe Georgia's going to make McCarthy make plays with his arm, and we've seen the young kid be able to do that against Ohio State and yeah. and in uh and in the champ the Big Ten championship. Uh, <clears throat> Georgia's just going to flex their muscle on Michigan at some point in this game. D. I don't know when it's going to be, but I like Georgia to win this game by double digits. Ooh, I like them to win it by double digits. If I had to pick a score right now, D, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go forty-one twenty-four. So um, you calling for a smash yeah, out? Yeah, I believe. I be, George has done it to everybody. Like I believe early. Like I said, the other game. I believe early. Michigan to come in there and, and compete. But later on, bro, when you in them trenches and Georgia just on top of you, you gonna they gonna suffocate you. That uh, that old that D, that old line gonna suffocate you. The D line gonna suffocate you. And then Stetson Bennett, he's been a playmaker for them. Out of they ain't got no answer for the tight end. He he just finna run no, wild. He gonna do what he wanna do. He gonna do what he wanna do. He no, it's no answer for that. No. And then you gotta deal with that defense, man. So I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Georgia to go back to back. I'm gonna say 41-24 D over Michigan. Look, man, can Georgia make this thing muddy? Can they get in here in the first quarter against Michigan if this is the national championship game? Can they get a turnover early? Can they get a big hit to force a form early? Can they? They're going to have to rock the boat in the first quarter. Georgia just can't come out there and do what they do. If they do what they do, rolling the Wolverines right up out of there. Mm-hmm. But it's something about this hardball McCarthy, this defense this is partnership they got going on in Michigan. These guys really believe. I thought last year Michigan was just happy to be there. Harbaugh finally got over the hump, knocking off Ohio State, winning the Big Ten. I thought he was just happy to be there. Mm-hmm. He ain't happy to be here this time around. He wants to win. This will be closer. I think Michigan fights. Mm-hmm. I think they scratch. I think they claw. But I think just in the totality <laughs> of this thing, I just think that Georgia goes back to back, and I think it's just going to be how Michigan's going to do TCU. I think this thing is going to be 10-point, 7-point game at half. You go into the third quarter, and you just see Georgia just start to separate themselves. The one thing about Georgia, when they're on the field, all you do is just shake your head. <laughs> you, and you just shake your head at how great they are. 
They felt district ever since they named Tennessee number one in that first B uh, uh college football playoff mm-hmm. ranking. They've been on. Yeah, they have. They've been on, and they have taken no mercy on nobody. Georgia will win the national championship. Kirby will go back to back. I got Georgia knocking off Michigan 38-24, closer than what the experts think. 38-24, Georgia wins the national championship. That's our predictions, man. We both got Georgia. We both got Michigan. Plan for the natty. We'll see how it shapes out. Semifinal games this Saturday, 4 o'clock, 8 o'clock on ESPN. Like I said, I named some of the other bowl matchups that are happening out there. So this is that time of year where you get to see the showcases from teams going against other conferences like Kansas absolutely getting drilled in the ground right now by Arkansas, 28-7. to And something real quick for me that I was thinking about when we was getting ready for the show. I was sitting here thinking about the job Kirby Smart has done coming from under that Nick Saban tree. You know, yeah, being phenomenal. a guy who's played at Georgia, Georgia alum. Phenomenal. How, if he goes back to back, D, what do you think this puts him at as far as the top coaches in college football? Would you say that he surpasses Dabo, who mm. has two natties and has done some great things at Clemson? Going back to back ain't easy, especially in college football. Who Nick Saban's the last coach to do it. Mm-hmm. So if he goes back to back, what do you see this putting Kirby Smart at when it comes to the elite coaches in college football? Yeah, he'll formally go over dabble, but I think he'll over dabble right now. Okay, I think okay. Kirby understands where college football is going, and it shows. Mm-hmm. It shows in his program. It shows what he has on the field. It shows dabble on his own little thing right now. And I don't think Clemson. I think Clemson will compete. They'll be viable. But I don't. I don't. I don't see Clemson getting back to dominance anytime soon. Got you. Okay. I don't see it. So I think Kirby right now is over Dabo. A national championship back to back will certify that. And he tucks right up on the Nick. I think Harbaugh is right there as well in the conversations because what he's doing at Michigan is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You don't have that many great college football coaches. You don't. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of good coaches everywhere. Guys who have you a do. good year here, good year there. But I'm talking about great coaches, Nick, Dabble, Harbaugh, Kirby. Am I missing anybody? No. I mean, Brian Kelly flirts with being a great coach, but he ain't got the good. Him being at LSU, I think we would see it better now. Yeah, but he... Him being at that Notre Dame because he's going to have the talent to go with it. I understand. And then the job that he did, we didn't see LSU doing what they was able to do. We didn't. You know, in his first year, that's something to be said by Brian Kelly. So I will put him in that echelon with them. You know, even though he don't have no natty yet. I think he a top five but coach. I be- but I believe sometime at LSU, I think that's going to happen for him. No, he a top five coach now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he a top mm-hmm. five coach now. Mm-hmm. But to answer your question, yeah. I think Kirby's number two right now under okay. Nick. Kirby just got it, bro. He just got it, bro. The way he talk, Man. the way he motivate. I'm watching all the videos leading up to the game, and these kids, they just be locked in. He a leader. Mm-hmm. He leads these kids. Locked in. And in the recruiting is crazy, bro. Like with your, <laughs> it's phenomenal, man. Bro. The talent he get to come there every year, bro. A real factor down in bro. Athens, my boy. Down in old Athens, Georgia, my a boy. A real factor that he's getting <laughs> building down there in Georgia. So we will be watching college football playoff. I just hope we get great games, man. The college football playoff has been not great, bro. It just hasn't. It hasn't. The last great college football playoff game 
had to be to was, the Tua game for the Natty when they so came and beat Georgia. That Georgia-Oklahoma game for That was me. before that. that was you said playoff game or Natty's? Oh, just playoff game. Yeah, that's playoff oh, game yeah, too. Yeah, that that the Georgia Oklahoma game was probably the best. Oklahoma game was probably, probably the best one, one. the best game ever, bro. With, the, with, the Clemson with Alabama, and yeah, Chubb and them, Chubb yeah. rocking them boys. Yeah. You had the Sean's game, but I feel you with the with the Natty with Tua had to come in for Hurts. I feel you, that game was uh, wild. Yes, it was. So many storylines <laughs> in that game. Wild. So many uh, one game to have so many storylines in it. So yeah, that though for me those two games are, are up there. The the Oklahoma Georgia and then the, the Tua the game, tour, the tour game yeah. uh, against against Georgia against Georgia yeah 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 so just hoping to see a great playoff and we'll be back next week to break down uh, the games and we'll be talking uh, about the national championship all right man we get ready to wrap this thing up man let's talk a little national football league we would be remiss if we didn't show that love we're gonna get our Jaguars correspondent here on the phone here second we're just gonna check the temperature out here. All right, let's go ahead and roll into the National Football League. Now, the NFL, the playoff pitcher is starting to take shape. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of things, you know, starting to make themselves a little bit clear as we enter into the two last two weeks of the regular season. And man, so many things have really just transpired in like the last five weeks. The NFL season is it's short, but it's long. Mm-hmm. Things are looking a certain way in the first six weeks of the year, and now you're in week 16, 17, and 18. You're like, bro, it's a whole different yeah. <laughs> type of situation in the NFL, man. But the probably the most surprising thing that has shown its face is them Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> now, before we call our uh, uh, Jaguars... Correspondent, I told y'all. <laughs> Me and Black, I'm gonna say it. We was the only two people to hold down. We said this thing was a long season. Give Dougie P some time, and that six foot six, blue eyed angel with that golden hair. Will show his face. But all y'all said, bench the man. He ain't it. He ain't generational. generational. (laughs) Oh, we the same on. I don't want to hear no more. Oh, brother, Jaguar fans are traumatized. Shut up. If you know ball and you watch ball, you understand that the processes take time. Mm -hmm. And now what we looking like, we got guys. Who we know personally, I done seen y'all talk trash at the Jags at your mouth. And now you want to wave the flag. That's cool. That's cool. That's fine. But stand on it. See, I get a lot of heat, man, because I'm born and raised a Dallas Cowboy fan. But I love the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is my hometown team. I want to win every game unless they got to play them stars. You hit me. But they beat them stars. 
and they're chugging along. They went up to New York and they handled them boys. <laughs> they got this man, Zach Wilson, about to be playing for the for the Saints next year. <laughs> them boys went up in that weather and they act like what a game plan by Dougie P in the Perfect. rain. In the Co- coaching, right? Coaching. Coaching and culture, right? <laughs> we told you the man. You seen him like three years ago. You seen, did anybody happen to see what Dougie P did around February about three years ago? I don't know. He won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. The very quarterback that came down here two years ago and stole $100 million from the Jaguar. And just started on Monday Night Football. And got Monday. molly walked by Herbie and the Chargers. That's the guy Dougie P won a Super, Super Bowl, Bowl with. <laughs> yeah. It's all lining up. And this is just the beginning stages. The Jaguars haven't even officially arrived yet. Mm. They're not even all on the bus yet. And now you sit with an opportunity. Week 18 or whatever the hell it is. To host a do a die game in Duval freaking County against the team who's beaten you mercilessly over the past decade to state your claim as AFC South champions. Now, can you write that out? <laughs> what a strip, my boy. <laughs> can you write that out? I try to tell y'all. Jaguars go to Houston on Sunday. It's not going to be an easy game. It's not. Lovey Smith, them boys respect Lovey. They play hard for Lovey. They not fence to let the Jaguars come up there and yeah, still roll to, nothing. They the Jaguars have to beat them. They're going to have to beat them. They're going to have to go take something. And the Jaguars need to win this game. They do. They need all the momentum they can get come down here because reports are running rampant that the Tennessee Titans are going to hold Derrick Henry for tomorrow night's Thursday night football game against my Dallas Cowboys. They don't want them on the field because they know they got to come down here. Ryan Tannehill ain't playing. Ain't no. The Titans might rest everybody tomorrow to get ready for Jacksonville. That's what we talking about. Mm. It's a prime time game. But they talking about, bro, we don't think we're going to even roll Big Henry out there because we going to need him. Let me tell you something right now. If they flex this game... <laughs> To a Sunday night football game next they Sunday. They say the rumors is, bro, it's going to be They done flat. pulled it off Ticketmaster now. Me and my sister trying to go to the game. They done pulled the time off Ticketmaster. It say 2B determined. It don't say 1 o'clock no more. The NFL finna tell us that the Jaguars and the Titans finna be on Sunday night football. That's what they finna tell us. Mm. They finna tell us that. And by God, <laughs> they love trouble. They love them. You got you got shows not opening up with Trevor. You do. Colin Cowherd done put the man in the top five. I seen that. Colin Cowherd done put Colin Cowherd said, don't pick up the phone. Don't pick up. About Trevor Lawrence. We ain't talking. And they said Cowherd was tripping, bruh. Yeah. (laughs) Cowherd love him. He love him. He love him. Now we, now it's here. I just want to get that off before we call Rashad. Because me and Black told y'all. But you got to get them tickets, bro. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going. Me and Black told y'all. It's a long ride. Be cool. Be patient. Shout out Freddie Briggs. 
Cool out, y'all. And now look at it. Let me tell you something, boy. In two weeks, it was a playoff here game in here in the Bengal. <laughs> I'm out there. I'm paying whatever to be in that stadium. It, it, let me say this real quick. J- Jaguar fans, look. I know how you feel. D said you didn't been traumatized. He said, whatever. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah. Y'all show up, man. For this. Y'all show, show up. up for this Tennessee show game. Up. Don't let it be said there was more Titans fans in the crowd show than Jaguar up. fans. Show up. Because this thing finna get nasty <laughs> under the lights. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This for everything. Everything. This for everything right here. I'm, 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 ex- man. Look, man. So excited. Such a roller coaster this year, D. Such yeah, a roller yeah. coaster ride, and that's the way the fo- it, that's the way NFL football is. It's always a roller coaster. Sometimes, some, some, some weeks you got it, some weeks you don't. Yeah, man. But it's something Dougie P said to this team before the season even started when he was becoming the head coach and they was doing OTAs. You're going to be playing meaningful football in the months of December and January. That's what he said. First year. And look. First year. What he told us. He told us. Via press conference, he told us. He said, this is what y'all going to be doing. He said, get it in your minds right now. It's happening. You're going to be playing important football. Perfect opportunity for the Jags D to, to turn this thing around. Like you said, they ain't even scratched the surface yet. This just a, this just the tip. This is the tip of the iceberg. It's great. It's great. It's, it's great. great to be a part of, to be a Jaguar fan and... You know, it just feels a lot different from 17. You know, and oh, I'm yeah. excited about it. I'm oh, excited yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Let's get our guy Rashad Robinson on the phone. Hey, Mr. Mr. Moodham Chains, what's good? What's up, bro? How you doing? Rashad, what's up, my boy? Good, man. Hey, man. How was your Christmas, man? What's up, bro? Good, man. How was your Christmas, man? Christmas was good, man. How about for y'all? Hey, great. Great. Great, great time. Great time. Great time. Well, Rashad, hey, man, we midweek. We're kind of chilling out. You know, a lot of things have happened since the last time we talked on Sports Desk, hasn't it, Rashad? Yeah, a lot has happened. <laughs> a lot has Definitely happened. Definitely a lot has happened. Yeah, well, Rashad, let's go ahead and get into it, man. Jacksonville Jaguars sitting atop the top of the AFC South. Two games left to go in the season. Houston, Texas this Sunday. Next Sunday, uh, the Tennessee Titans rolling here for the division. Winner take all, no matter what happens this week. Let's just talk about the roller coaster to get here. Because about five weeks ago, what was we talking about, Rashad? Uh, who was going to pick in the top five of the draft? <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> exactly. That is correct. So how you feeling, man? What's your mindset like? How do you feel last two weeks of the season? Just where you at mentally as the Jaguars uh, continue to make this push towards the playoffs? Um, I think I'm more comfortable with saying what games we're going to win because uh, Trevor makes it. I mean, when you, when you have a quarterback like, like Trevor's been playing, um, you can – I'm more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, and, I, and I don't have to worry about Houston. I don't have to worry about Houston sneaking up on the Jaguars. They got beat by them. Mm-hmm. So it's motivation there. Um, and I definitely don't have to worry about that last game because it's the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so – and I think they're well aware of what that rivalry means to the city of Jacksonville mm-hmm. and what that's going to mean for them going forward. So 
I feel good about these two games. I, I honestly don't think that either one of them is going to be a game. I think that Trevor mm. won't even finish either one of those games. Mm. So you all the way on the other side of the pillow now. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think because I mean you. You. I mean Houston's heard up. Tennessee's definitely heard up. They trying to save some of their players so they can play next week. But right. I mean that boy ain't through for a hundred yards in three starts. Like <laughs> I, I, I'm just. I'm just not worried about either one of these games. I, I, I'm, I'm really not. Okay. Well, you know, rumors are floating around today that Derrick Henry could be held out against the Cowboys on tomorrow night, uh, on Thursday night, and save him for the Jags game. Uh, Ryan Tannehill was not placed on injured reserve. They're saying there was a chance that he can trot out to the field instead of Malik Willis playing in the finale. Does that do anything for you there, that the old Wiley guys from Tennessee who've won for so long – could run out on the field uh, in that finale and make this thing a lot interesting more than what you're leading to believe it will be. This is Trevor Lawrence's division. I don't give a damn who mm. plays in the Tennessee game. Okay, you talking. <laughs> yeah, this is this is Trevor's division, and I, I think that Tennessee game is going to be a game where the whole team kind of lets everybody in the ALC know, hey, don't worry about one playoff spot because for 10 years – this our this our AFC South. You you can book your one team that's already in. Mm. This is our division with mm. this quarterback. So, um, yeah, I'm I don't I don't care. But I mean, they can not play him, play him with it. I think it'll be the same result. Okay, well, you know, I I feel you know I feel a little different than you. I think they haven't done it. I think they're still in the process of trying to figure things out. I'm just going to play devil's devil's advocate here. The Jaguars can very well lose these next two games. They can very well oh, lose these next two games. Definitely. They got to play them. They can't talk about them. They got to play them. So due to the fact that the Jags have not been in this position on a regular basis, Trevor Lawrence, essentially his rookie year, Dougie P first year in the system, <laughs> what is the focus going to be like? What have the practices been like? What are the conversations been like? Is this organization fully turning the corner with the expectations of winning or are they going to be just happy to be here? That's what I'm going to be watching to see. They check the box when they face the Jets. Like you said the last time we talked, Rashad, it's going to be, we were looking to see if they were going to come out like they came out against the Detroit Lions. They did not do that. Right. They did not do that. They came ready to go. They came ready to fight. They came in. They drew up them boys, and they got up out of there with a win. That's what they did. Ten days to prepare for the Houston Texans who beat you. This is going right. to show me this week. If they come in here and absolutely be dialed in, I don't care what the Texas record is. They beat the Jags. Are they going to be dialed in enough to do what they got to do? And if they do that, then I'll feel I'll feel better about going into the Titans game if they can handle business. If they squeak out a win against the Texans, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that. Is it a win a win? Yeah, it is a win. But the Jaguars are in a position where they are putting the league on notice. Mm-hmm. They're putting right. the league on. That is a position that they are in right now. So it's going to be interesting right. to see how they come out and play on Sunday, how they turn around and prepare for next Sunday's game for the division. But I agree with you, Rashad. This is the Jaguars division to win. Mm-hmm. This is the beginning of something sensational because you have 16. You got 16 yeah. and you got Dougie P. 
Yep. You got both of those guys. And it's going to be a great situation. Now, Rashad, have you heard anything about the game flexing? What are you hearing? Because I'm trying to go to the Titans game. They have pulled down the one o'clock start off the Ticketmaster. So there, it says to be announced for the time spot. What are you hearing about the potential time spot for this game, Rashad? Uh, I I truly believe it's going to be an eight thirty kick. Mm. I, mean, I, I think they're going to. I think they're going to make it the Sunday night game because uh, it just kind of depends. They're talking about um, they're talking about making uh, who's that Green Bay? Whoever Green Bay plays, I think they. It's not Chicago they play. Is it Detroit? Play? Yes. I think it's Green Bay. I think it's Green Bay, Detroit. I think if, if Detroit is still alive in the last and the last thing, that could be for a playoff spot, which, you know, of course they would pick Aaron Rodgers over the Jaguars uh to make that game. But I just think it's a I think it's a good story. I think I actually think you, you hear this this uh national narrative being pushed about Trevor being um, a top 10 quarterback, about Trevor being an up-and-coming superstar. So I think the league is going to try to take advantage of that. Um, I think if I think if it wasn't for that aspect of it, I think you would have another team. But I can almost guarantee you that's going to be an 830 kick. Mm. Um, just, because of, just because the league is trying to push that new superstar you know, narrative. Um, it seems like it's it's been it's been churning that way for the last couple of weeks. So I I I expect for them to do that. I well, expect for them to well, do that. Well, according to Bleach Report, it's three games that they're considering. They're considering Titans, right. Jaguars. They're also considering Buccaneers, Falcons, and they're also considering Ravens, Bengals. And the last game they're considering is Lions at Packers. Those are the games that they're considering for that eight o'clock spot. So it's four games uh, that are up for debate right now. But I just did some research on my own through the Ticketmaster. And the only game that has to be announced for the time is the Jags Titans. That's the only game. All the other games have have a time on it. Yeah. Have a time on it. So I don't know Mm. if that's leading anything. I don't know. But uh, Bleach Report says they will make the announcement for the Sunday Night Football game on Sunday. And and you got to think. Why wouldn't you want to make this the Sunday night game? Because this is for the division, correct? Ra- is- Ravens and Bengals could be for the division as well. Oh, okay. Ravens and Bengals. It depends on what okay. happens. <clears throat> if the if the Bengals beat Buffalo, they win the division on Monday night. Yeah, and and I and I'm pretty sure uh, they probably wouldn't want to make that Monday, uh, that Sunday night if Lamar is if Lamar back, isn't there, isn't right. there because you're going to ha- you're not going to have Burrow versus Lamar. Yeah, you know? and, but if, if you Lamar get Burrow versus playing, Lamar, I will understand it. I will understand it, but man, I. I just wanted to ask you this real quick, Rashad. I was just telling D this, like, through this roller coaster season, does it feel different from 17 when the Jaguars were winning, going to the playoffs, AFC Championship? Does it feel a lot different? Do you feel like, I don't know, this you feel a little more confident than you did then in 17 with that team? Uh, I feel... As confident, but for different reasons. I knew when 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 2017 happened, it was like around this time when I looked at the standings and I said, I told my dad this. I said, if we play, if we have to end up playing the Steelers in the divisional round, 
they don't have a chance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So and and, and I, I I remember that um you know what I'm saying, seeing the way it was playing out, they don't they don't have a chance. They don't play the, the, the brand of ball to beat the Jaguars. This year it's totally different. It's I'm trying to look for a defense that's gonna stop Trevor from doing what he wanna do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, that that's 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 where I am now. It's like which one of these AFC defenses, um, and even the Bills, like the Bills have a really strong front, but I mean, the only person they added on their defense is a person that's out for the season now, which is uh, Von Miller. So well, last Von, year, Von, Von could return for the playoffs. So keep that in well, mind. Von, they, oh, you know what? I remember them do saying that. Yeah, so Von, 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 Von could return for the playoffs. And I think he will. I think he will. Yeah, that that's that's a totally different story. But their secondary is really shaky. Like they they're not as they're not as deep with their core. Well, their secondary shouldn't be shaky, but they've been playing shaky. Um, and that could change. In yeah, playoff. playoff football, man. Yeah. Playoff football. Yeah, playoff football. Yeah. Playoff football. Cincinnati's so, defense is playing well too. Mm-hmm. They Cincinnati playing well. Might, Cincinnati might have the best defense in the AFC. Right yeah, now. they playing well, very well. They you playing well. They, they flying have, around back there. Right. So they they probably have the best defense in the AFC. So that defense, their defense would scare me more than than the Bills defense. But what are you gonna do with the Bills offense? But at the same time, this is the same offense that what did what did uh, what did they score nine points last year? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying when they when they played us, so it's like I think it was nine points they scored. So any given Sunday, but like I said, the confidence is for different reasons. The confidence was in the defense in 17. Gotcha. The confidence is strictly on 16 okay. and Doug Peterson. And okay, I, I'll ask y'all this question. Besides, besides uh Kansas City's coach, what other coach would you rather have in the AFC? Besides Doug Peterson, I, uh, Burrow and them coach, he 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 nice. Taylor, 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 Taylor's nice. Yeah. Shoot, we got his brother on our staff, so right, right, I, right, I, right, 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 right. I believe Taylor is 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 a good football coach, man. Look at Burrow, man. Is he just being what outside of what him and Trevor? What they've been the best quarterbacks in the league these past couple of weeks? They they really yeah. neck and neck. If you whoever you talking three. to, they neck and neck. So because, I I would go yeah, Bengals coach. Too. Yeah, because Patrick, Patrick Mahomes been been balling too. You know what I'm saying? Like these last three weeks, the last three weeks, Trevor, Burrow, and Mahomes been the three best quarterbacks I, in the league the last two months. I think when you get into the playoffs, you, 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 your coaching—if you got to the playoffs, you got great coaching. Yeah, McDermott's a good coach for Buffalo, man. He really runs that. He does uh, that that team offensive defense. Then you got to go to Baltimore too, man. Look, I done seen Harbaugh come out of nowhere and knock boys off. I mean, I don't see it. So, so it's it's, it's <laughs> certain truth. certain guys mm-hmm. like Harbaugh, McDermott, Taylor. I think Doug P will have his issues if he has to run up against those guys. But outside of them, of course, Andy Reid, Lord have mercy. Of course, Andy <laughs> Reid. But right, outside right, of right, that, right. I don't see the new kid in Miami. I don't see the coach for the Jets. Mm-hmm. I don't see any of those guys. You know, really making it hard for Jacksonville. You got you got great coaching in the AFC. You do. You got some elite really coaching do. in the AFC. You got AFC. champion coaches champions, in there. Yeah, you're Super right. Bowl champion yeah. coaches yeah. in the AFC. Yeah. You do. You do. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I feel what you're saying. And I know Dougie P deserves that credibility. 
And he is massively responsible, of course, for a lot of the success here in Jacksonville. Of course, Trevor's going to get the love because he's the face. But if you want to talk about initiating the program, that's Dougie P. Mm-hmm. That's Dougie P. So it's going to be real interesting. Yeah. So, uh, Rashad, let's kind of – I just want to play a little game. I'm going to know I'm kind of jumping ahead. But if, but if the Jaguars win the AFC South, they will stay home and get a playoff game that very next week here in the Bengals. All right? Potential, mm-hmm. play, potential playoff matchups are the Ravens, the Dolphins, or potential rematch with the Jets. Or that the is, or the, excuse me, the Chargers. Sorry, Chargers clean. Now listen here. If that boy Herbie got to come down here and holler at trouble, I'm gonna be scared to death. That's a matchup that the league will make a Saturday night game at eight o'clock. Herbie yeah. and Trevor. Mm-hmm. Now let me tell you something. I love Trevor, but I do love Herbie. Yeah, Herbie, your boy. Them two dudes, Chargers and Jaguars, playoff game in the bank. Does your mouth water a little bit, Rashad? Uh, yeah. You know that's a rematch like, now. That's a re- <laughs> it's a it's, it's it's definitely a rematch. This is what I this is what I will say about this team though. Um, the defense started out playing really well. Yeah, And then it's like everything flipped. It's like the defense was playing well, the offense was struggling, and the offense started playing well, and the defense started struggling. And in the last six, seven weeks, they both got on the same page. Mm -hmm. Um, If if they're going to play, and of course, uh, uh, Allen didn't play in that first game, so that's going to make a huge difference. Mike Williams didn't either. Uh, Mike Williams didn't either. (laughs) I thought Mike Williams played. No, yeah, sir. Both of them boys was right. No, Mike Williams definitely played in that game. He just didn't do anything, but he oh, played. Okay. He definitely played. I remember. Oh, I he remember because he was only... in that game. I remember. You right? He yeah. sure did. No, no, no. He sure he did. Played, yeah, he played in that game. He, he just did. didn't right. do nothing until. Yeah. No, 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 no. They didn't but, have uh, Keen, they didn't have Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen didn't play. Yeah. Um. And 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 uh and Herbert Herbert had just hurt his ribs. Um. I don't really think that affected him. I remember he threw a ball in that game that was like, nah, ain't nothing wrong with this dude rips. Um, but um their line is shaky. And hey, what we hey, listen, bro. I said Herbie versus Trevor. (laughs) Let's get down to it. I ain't got time for all this uh analytics. Get to (laughs) it. Trevor, Herbie, what we talking about? We talking about Trevor going to the division around. That's, uh, that's what I'm talking about. Let's get to it, bro. So, yeah. So, I mean, we talk, we talk, we talking about, we talking about Trevor going to the division around. Mm. I'm not scared of the Chargers. I just want to I'm hear not you scared say of the Chargers. I'm gonna tell you this right here. I'm not scared of the Chargers. I'm not scared of the Ravens. The only team I'm, I'm gonna tell you the only team I'm truly scared of in the AFC. Oh, it's truly only one. It's one team that I am truly Ooh, terrified right, of. Go ahead and talk now. And you and you you gonna be the most surprised, but it's a reason for it. Who that? The Miami Dolphins. I don't want to see that offense. They can score. I don't want to see that. They can score. Didn't look like it's Sunday. I don't want to see somebody <laughs> throw an eleven yard. Listen, man, this man threw an eleven yard slant, and the boy took it eighty five. I don't want no part of that. 
well, I'm a part of it. Well, it's it's it's, it's some teams. I, I feel you, Miami. They still got some work to do, though. They got some work to do. If they I don't even go, think they're gonna make it. Yeah, if, they might they, not. They might not even make it with two and not playing this week. But hey, look, D. Herbert. Herbert versus uh, versus Trevor, bro. They eat Bay that Hill. up, bro. Man, you got to think. I, I believe. I, I I believe that shootout written all over it. I think so too. It and, 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 and it could potentially come down to who get the who ball get the ball last. last. That's what I was thinking. Who get the, ball, get the ball last? And man, what? look at here. I would love to get that. Right now, I slated that if we won, we'll get Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we don't know if Lamar gonna come back as he is. They. I mean, they keeping it close about Lamar. They ain't really to saying best. too much. About Lamar's, but I'm pretty what sure. What did Lamar get, hurt? They get in the playoffs. They already clinched, so you gotta think he gonna play right. if he's healthy enough. But man, even Lamar, I I I I love it. You're gonna get great quarterback play if you and if, and if you do win your wild card game, Jack Wasley to go up to Buffalo. My God. And man, that thing, do I have confidence there? Yeah, because we play well against Buffalo. We've beaten Josh Allen. Yep. You know but what's the difference? And and you just gotta go up there in that dang cold. <laughs> I'm just saying, you gotta go play in that cold. Yes, and you do. We said in the preview, boy, if teams gotta go up there in that cold in Buffalo, which man. it looked like was finna happen, man, man, you man. gotta go through Buffalo in this time of year, man. Look out, but we'll see. I feel good about the Jaguars in Buffalo. I believe there's some chance there. The one team that scared me is always gonna be Andy Reid in the Kansas City Chiefs, of course, Chiefs and Pat Mahomes, of course. It's going. It's always going to be. It's always going to be them. You know, just and, the AFC is just loaded. Just the man. AFC is just loaded. These playoffs in the AFC are not going to be easy. They not. They loaded. They're not going to be but easy. You know but I this miss, one thing I, I know team. about football: the team who playing their best football at the right time usually beat the team. Look at Cincinnati last year; they were playing their best football, like they do right now. They were able to ride that going into the playoffs and get to the Super Bowl. Who and the Jaguars are in the same perfect position. You're playing some of your best football. With a potential chance to get into the playoffs, let's see what you can do with it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. That's the team that I forgot to mention, y'all, is the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals. Because I was just about to say that. I was saying both of y'all tripping. I ain't heard Cincinnati or Bengals come out. Nobody. Cincinnati is the team, bro. Cincinnati might be the one that beat Joey B. Joey B. Yeah, he been turning that thing. Hey, check this out. Not to cut y'all, but check this out. Monday night. Hey, Joe and B go go holler at that boy Josh Allen, man. What that game, man? Cincinnati. Yes, it is. Joe and B finna go holler at that boy Josh Allen, man. If yeah. Joe and B made Josh Allen bow down like Mahomes did a couple weeks ago, bro, I'm putting all my money to on the Bengals, bro, to go yeah. to the Super Bowl. Something yeah. wrong with that brother. If you look at Joe and B, he ain't all there. No. He an assassin. That's how you feel about it. That's how I feel about it. He an assassin of the highest order. Yeah. And if he handled Josh Allen like he did Mahomes a couple weeks ago, I'm pushing all my chips to them bangles. Mm, I'm pushing it to the middle of the table. I don't don't blame you. Them brothers there, they playing some good football. Joey B, the boss. Right. They, they, they offensive line is blocking for that man now. No way. Well, everything take time, bro, to get it together, can, boy. We were saying, boy, this line is <laughs> awful for the Bengals, but look at it now. Look at it now. Joey B staying clean out that thing, Can't man. even touch the brother. Then guy, he didn't got chased back. I mean, them boys yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, them man. boys rolling, man. <laughs> One of the hottest teams in the league right now. No doubt. 
No doubt. Yeah. Well, Rashad, any final thoughts, man? Jazz getting ready to head to Houston, turning around, getting ready for this Tennessee game, winner take all. Any final thoughts, man, before we roll into Houston in a couple days? Uh, I think the best thing that could happen, first of all, they need to take care of it. I'm, I'm just not worried about this team closing out these two games because if what happened in Detroit, when everybody said, hey, this is a one-off, it's a fluke, I promise you, we all right. And they came back and they blew out the Titans. And then they came back and won that game against the Cowboys. I said, this team is focused. I don't know what happened that day, but I think they figured it out. They know how important this is. Doug Peterson knows how how important this is. Trevor is playing out of his mind right now. And this defense is being opportunistic. Okay. They're they're, They're not as good as they were in the beginning of the season. They're not dominating teams. But they are being opportunistic when they get the chance. They're going to close these two games out. Uh, if they get the Ravens in the first round, you can book me to the to the division around. Mm. And if we play the Bills, hey man, we play the Bills. I'm not scared of the Bills. I'm mm. scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared of, of the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm not scared of the Bills. Mm. Mm. Talk mm. about it now. Talk about no. it. All right. All right, Rashad. Man, of course it's a pleasure. Of course we'll be talking again on Monday, man. Um, yeah. Get- getting ready uh, to head into that winner-take-all game. And hopefully the Jaguars go ahead and handle business in Houston. They keep the momentum going. And we just keep this love fest going for the Jacksonville Jaguars yeah. and hopefully headed to this year's playoffs, man. All right? Live sports day. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. Live sports day. Yeah, yeah. The playoffs. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. <laughs> I, I, I was just finna mention that. Man, look, bro, I was gonna, look, bro, I'm going to call you off the record anyway. I'm going to call you off L. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to, Rashad, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will be calling you off the L because yeah. we down now. Yes, sir. Okay. And, 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 I'm a, and when we when we talk about that, I think I, think I want to uh, crank up what we were supposed to do last year for the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, we're going to talk perfect. for sure. Yes, sir. Well, all right now. All right, Rashad, man. Of course, we're going to catch up with you next week, man. Appreciate you, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. So right, that y'all. was our Jacksonville Jaguar NFL analyst, Rashad Robinson. Mr. Move Them Chains joining us, man, to talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars and what they got going on. All right, man. So that's definitely going to wrap up today's show, man. We want to get in here and give y'all uh, a show, man. Of course, everybody was celebrating Christmas. And even on the day after Christmas, people, people hit my phone, bro. What a show, bro. Like, dang, bro. <laughs> We can't celebrate the holidays. That's crazy. You know what I mean? So I hit black. Black got back. Like, bro, let's just run something, man, and get it out there, man. So that's why we dropping this episode on this Wednesday. All right, man. So, um, again, thank y'all for the support. Thank y'all for listening, sharing the show, uh, reaching out to us, tweeting, Instagram, however y'all reach out to us, man. We definitely appreciate the love and everything y'all do, man. Of course, I'm your guy one more time. One half of your sportsologist, Desiree Elix Jr. You can find me on Twitter. Instagram and YouTube at that name. Let's talk about what you want to talk about. NBA Twitter. I'm here. Yeah, man. Y'all can hit me at Black ENL3 uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Appreciate all the love and support. Uh, be safe. Next time we see y'all, it'll be a new year. Oh, uh, yep. You know, uh, so y'all be safe bringing the new year in and uh, happy new year as well going into it. Uh, excited to hear about the great things we got coming uh, down the pipe, man. 
Yeah, man. Yeah. Next time we talk to y'all, it'll be 2023. Lord willing, man. So we'll be back next week. Uh, we are being the thick of it all. Talk about who's playing for the national championship. The playoff picture should be a lot clearer in the NFL. Be talking about some more NBA, man. So uh, we're definitely excited. All right. So y'all be cool. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. Remember, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. That damn black got a sports show out here that you might want to pay attention to, man. So tell your mama, your daddy, your sister, brother, your cousin, your auntie, your uncle, your barber, your lawn man, your pool guy, the dude who come around to pick up the recycle bin, uh, the old lady that you think that you love but you really don't love. Uh, talk about it with all your homeboys at school, wherever you at. Let them know. To take a look. Take a listen to the sports desk. All right? Y'all be easy, you know? Hey, bro, you're listening to the sports desk. Hey, this is Deuce Lunch Sports, man. Come on, now. You're listening to the sports show. New sports desk.